Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. When I was a kid, there were people in my family that used to laugh at what, how, how predictable it was what I was going to be for Halloween. My father was a police officer. And all I wanted to be during Halloween, year after year after year, was a cop. I wanted to be a police officer. I had no doubt in my mind when I was a little kid I was going to grow up and I was going to be a police officer. I thought it was incredible. The idea of going out there and getting the bad guys, protecting and serving, putting your life on the line to protect your fellow man. Year after year, Halloween after Halloween, my parents just laughed like there was no even discussion about what I was going to be. It was just I got to wear my dad's badge. They made a little shirt with real patches on it that looked like my dad's uniform. I wanted to be my dad. My goal was to be a police officer. My backup was to be a fighter pilot because of Top Gun the movie. Those were my goals in life. That was it. Now, I wasn't the only one as a young person that wanted to be a police officer. All of my friends wanted to be what? Policemen, firemen. That's what you dressed up as. That's what you wanted to be because we held police and fire at a higher level in society than other people. There was a genuine protect and serve mentality. It was an honorable profession. It was a profession of sacrifice. You weren't going to get rich doing it. And the chances that you didn't come home have gotten higher and higher, as we all know too well in this country. Now, I have three boys. And I will tell you right now, if any one of my three boys came to me right now and said, Daddy, I want to be a police officer when I grow up, you know what I'd tell them? No, you don't. It's not worth it. Not right now. Not in the society that we live in today. We live in a society where people don't respect police. 
They don't respect fire. They don't respect people with a badge. They don't respect the people that sacrifice. They don't respect our troops. They don't respect the men and women that they beg to come when they need them desperately, whether it's at a house fire, whether it's trapped in a car, whether it's when someone's drowning, whether it's when you're sick, because there are people in this country that have dehumanized and demonized police officers. They have demonized people that are willing to sacrifice their lives to protect yours. We have seen the dehumanization of police in this country as well. Where now we have Black Lives Matter, where they chant things like, what do we want? Dead cops. When do we want them now? Pigs in a blanket. Fry them like bacon. Chants like, F the police, have been chanted at Black Lives Matter rallies all over the country. We have seen Democrats jump on board the defund the police movement. Yes, we've had votes to defund the police, to actually shut them down, to dismantle the police in Minneapolis. And now we see that when any police officer makes a mistake, we see the left immediately turn on them and want to, them to burn at the stake. It's like it's revenge for all the bad police officers that have done bad things in society. Now, let me also be clear. I don't think that police officers are all saints either. Do I believe that there's such a thing as a bad cop? Yes. Do I believe that there are people in every profession that are bad people, including pastors? Yes. Doctors? Yes. Do I believe the majority of them should be indicted because the actions of very few? No. But the left sure as hell does. Which brings me to Kim Potter. Kim Potter is a police officer that served her community in the same community where they defunded, wanted to dismantle, disband the police department. She was a police officer in Minnesota. She was a police officer in a place that was pretty dangerous. Kim Potter mistakenly drew her handgun instead of her taser during a traffic stop in April in which she fatally shot Dante Wright. Dante Wright was fighting back. Dante Wright was not complying with the police. Dante Wright put everybody's life in danger, including his own. Jurors have been deliberating since Monday about Potter's fate. She served as an officer in the Brooklyn Center, Minneapolis, Minnesota, I should say, for 26 years. They were going to decide if she was innocent or guilty, guilty of first degree, second degree, or manslaughter charges in the death of Wright. Potter winced when the verdict was read, but otherwise appeared not to react. That verdict has come down, and this is what it sounded like in the courtroom. Uh, would Miss Potter please rise? I'm now going to read your verdicts as it will as it will appear in the permanent court records of Hennepin County in the matter of state of Minnesota versus Kimberly Potter court file number 27 CR 21 7490 we the jury on the charge of manslaughter in the first degree while committing a misdemeanor on or about April 11, 2021, in Hennepin County, State of Minnesota, find the defendant guilty. And the verdict was agreed to at the hour of 11.40 a.m. and signed by the jury person on 12-23-21. On uh, the verdict on count two is we, the jury, on the charge of manslaughter in the second degree, culpable negligence on or about 
April 11, 2021, in Hennepin County, State of Minnesota, find the defendant guilty. And that verdict was agreed to at 10.30 a.m. on 12-21-21. Members of the jury, is this your true and correct verdict? So say you won, and so say you all. Yes. yes. Kim Potter found guilty on all charges in Dante Wright's death. The part about this story that irritates me the most, that makes me the most angry, is the fact that whether Potter had intended to draw her taser or handgun was, quote, not an issue in the trial. Lawyers for both sides agreed that she mistakenly drew the wrong weapon. In fact, on the body cam video, you can hear her saying, taser, taser, taser. And then the gun goes off. Instead, they said the trial centered on questions of whether she should have recognized she was holding the heavier metal gun or whether she should have drawn any weapon at all. Potter is now scheduled to be sentenced on February the 18th. The state sentencing guidelines recommend a sentence of roughly seven years for the first degree charge and four years for the second degree charge. Though prosecutors indicated they would seek a longer sentence. You may remember who the guy is, the attorney general in Minnesota. He's a hardcore lefty, an anti-cop attorney general by the name of Keith Ellison. This guy is going to make his career off of putting police officers in jail. He said accountability is not justice after the verdict was read. Justice is restoration. Justice would be restoring Dante to life and making the right family whole again, he added. Let me say this. Accidents happen. Should there be accountability for accidents? Sometimes. Sometimes the accountability is knowing for the rest of your life that you took someone's life and made a mistake. But at the same time, there should also be accountability in a different context. Here's an idea. Let's not fight the police. Here's another idea. Let's not resist arrest. Here's another idea. As my father told me a long time ago, and every parent should be having this conversation with their child tonight. You don't negotiate with the police. That we have lawyers and a court system for that part. My dad told me, and he was a police officer, I don't care what's going on. When the police tell you to do something, you do it. Because when you don't, you put your life at risk. And the lives of others around you at risk. You don't flinch. You always do that. He told me we have a justice system for a reason. And that justice system says you have the right to a jury trial of your peers. You have the right to appear before a judge. You have the right to an attorney. You have the right to remain silent so that you don't incriminate yourself. There is no reason to negotiate with a police officer. If more people took that advice, fewer people would have to deal with what we're looking at today. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, 
maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'll say something else about this that I think is the scariest part, and that's this. I would not let my children become police officers now. I would advise against it, and I would mean it. It's not worth it. There are too many liberal prosecutors in America today that will get street credit for prosecuting police officers. This is how extreme the left has gotten. And the left doesn't care about your life. Look at the Chicago mayor coming out now begging the federal government to send federal agents into Chicago to help her. Lori Lightfoot is now begging for police to be sent or for federal agents to be sent to her city. Now, why is she doing that now? Because now things have gotten so out of control. Things have gotten so out of hand that she has no other choice because it's starting to affect her poll numbers. This is the same woman that said, hell no, 
when the same exact people were offered to come into Chicago and help under Donald Trump's administration. Don't forget that. This is the same woman that said you're not welcome here and referred to those agents as undercover evil agents. But now she's saying we've got a problem. We've got a problem and I need help of the Biden administration. I need them to come in and I need them to send agents right away. I need them to help us out. She had a big 42 minute press conference. And at that press conference, she pleaded for help. Now, here's the part that people don't understand. Lightfoot, the same agent she's now pleading to come into her country, this or into her city, the same agents that would have come into her city under Donald Trump. Probably 99% of them still have the same job. What happened? Why were they bad last year, but they're not bad this year? These are the officers who are turning their backs on the mayor because this mayor went woke. This mayor went anti-police. This mayor supported the people that chant, what do we want dead cops when we want them now? Pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. F the police. She's the one that backed them. Service over self. A lot of sacrifice. Her mother said it, that she loved the job. Um, There was a lot of emotion running that night. There were hundreds of officers who were there and met and talked to many of them. And there was a lot of emotion from the range of the spectrum from total despair to. That's how she responded, by the way, politically to the officers turning their backs on her after the killing of an officer. Ella French, there's a name you should remember. She said there was a lot of emotion. I talked to a bunch of them. They didn't want to talk to her. Oh, no. So she's now pleading for help from the federal government while she's also doing something else, talking about COVID and saying that COVID is the real reason why things are out of control. This is the same woman who also said we don't want $80 million in our budget to fight crime in Chicago when she went to defund the police. Now, what is she saying? And I think this very difficult week has told us that we need to do a lot more to increase the resources devoted to the health and wellness of our police officers. Then why did you cut $80 million? Why did you try to defund the police? Why did you go all woke? What changed? Is it only the poll numbers? Because it's not about her caring about you. It's clearly not you caring about the people. It's about you. If you cared about the people, then maybe you would have said something different than what you're saying right now. Crime is out of control in this country. We have demonized the people you're now begging to come in. You've demonized the people that are trying that that you now need their help from. You've dehumanized them. You've turned them into the villain. And now all of a sudden you want to change the narrative? You want to change the ball game? You want to flip things? Uh-uh. I don't blame any cop that quits right now. I really don't. I don't blame any police officer that says, I'm out. I don't blame anybody that tells their kids now, don't become a police officer. It's not worth it. Because if you have one accident, they will burn you at the stake. Because the left hates you. The left despises you. This woman's now begging for help. The same people that she demonized when Trump offered help to get crime under control in Chicago. 
And there's a Chicago pastor and an activist who has blasted Lori Lightfoot, setting the record straight about what this woman's really done to his city. Do you see a connection between the mayor's rhetoric, where she wanted them to essentially uh, take $80 million out of the police department budget, with what we're seeing on the streets of Chicago today? Yeah, Steve, I'm on the roof uh, to bring attention and awareness to violence, but also to raise as much money as I can to uh, build a community center to fight the violence. And I do believe that um, all the talk about defunding the police has added to the morale. I do believe that uh, it has impacted um, the police dramatically. If anything, we, do, we don't need to defund the police. We need to um, fund them more, especially our detectives, where they're uh, overwhelmed and overloaded with uh, cases uh, that they're having problems solving because there's not enough of them to do the work. So we definitely need to make the investment in our police department. What a novel idea. Crime's out of control and we need to invest in our police departments. She wanted to take $80 million away. But now she says, oh, hold on, I'm not anti-police. I'm not anti-police at all. Really? You look at crime all over the country right now, and you look at these different mayors, and you look at the different people that are in charge, and they went for an entire year hardcore anti-police. Really, not, not just your two years. Let's just be honest. And they did it for politics. They did it to get votes. They did it to demonize somebody so that you would be afraid of them. And the people they wanted you to be afraid of were the police. They wanted you to believe they're all evil racist. Even if it's black on black. Even if it's a black officer arresting a black man or woman. They didn't care. That's an Uncle Tom. And any white person arrests anybody that's black. Got to be racist. Can't be an actual criminal committing a crime. Can't be that we look at people just based on their actions and not based on the color of their skin. Because they needed this in the election. Democrats get elected off of racism. Democrats get elected off telling you that everybody is racist except for them. That's what Democrats do. And they said the new racists are the police. And then they decided to do this new insane idea. We're going we're gonna to have police reform and then we're going to dismantle police departments. But that's not enough. We're now going to change the way that we do bail. And we're going to have bail reform so that you don't even have to post any bail to get out of jail. Because bail all of a sudden became racist out of nowhere. Because white people can get out of jail easier than black people can get out of jail until their trial. So that became racist. Then they said we need prison reform because prison reform is racist because you're really just trying to, you're, you're trying to, you know, put people in prison that are only black and you're trying to lock them up because they're black and everything's racist. And it worked. It got them elected. Congratulations. Who cares if people die because of their peddling this racism? And demonizing the police. Who cares if police are quitting left and right? Who cares if, if crime skyrockets in these liberal cities? Because it's not doing it in conservative cities, right? Because in conservative cities, we still love and appreciate and support the police. We don't give them a free pass, but we do hold them accountable when they're bad cops. But we embrace the good ones, and we know the majority of them are good. And now Democrats have this problem because there is crime out of control. You want to know how bad it is in liberal cities? Take a listen to California. ABC 7 in San Francisco. This is not a Saturday Night Live skit I'm going to play for you. This is a real report live from an actual reporter. ABC 7 telling you now what you have to do when you live in these areas of California just to make sure that your car doesn't get broken into. 
Yeah, Brandy, this shows how bad the problem is and how desperate some shoppers are getting. We're seeing this primarily up in the Bay Area. People are literally leaving the trunks of their cars open or the hatch on their SUV open. And the idea is that thieves will see there's nothing worth taking in the car and they won't be smashing windows and rummaging through vehicles. And uh, that may be one answer. But the, the downside, of course, is it also makes it really easy to steal somebody's car. Well, we're in different times. That's uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, we're in different times. This is a former San Francisco Police Department def deputy chief, Garrett Tom, who just said we're in different times. You think it's unbelievable that people are now just saying all my car windows, leave them down. Here's the hatchback. It's open. Please don't steal anything. I know you might steal my car, but at least you won't break out another one of my windows. Welcome to San Francisco. Where, what did they do? They went defund the police. And if they leave their trunk open, uh, you know, some cars, depending on what kind of car you have, you still can get inside to the interior. What are you, wait, 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 you can still get inside into the interior? I, thank you, Captain Obvious, for that. Brilliant analysis there. Imagine living in a city where it, it's so dangerous you leave the back of your car open just so someone can get in your car so they don't break your window because the probability of having your window smashed out right now is that high. By the way, they got bail reform there. They got prison reform there. They got abolish the police there. They got defund the police there. Welcome to the hometown of Nancy Pelosi. That's a real local report I just played for you. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. 
Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Here's another one. Another liberal city, Las Vegas. Fox 5, Las Vegas, talks about their new senseless, vicious crime at a restaurant. Well, for the first time, we are getting a look at the man restaurant manager say shot an employee several times while he was cleaning up early Monday morning. Now, this photo was provided to Fox 5 from surveillance camp footage at Shanghai Taste in Chinatown. And the restaurant is calling this a senseless, vicious crime as one of their employees, Chen Yin Wang, is currently recovering in a valley hospital after being shot seven times. Seven times. We got defund the police there. Hell yeah. We got liberals in charge of the city. Yep. Sure do. The first thing from the police officer, the lead police officer's mouth was if this was me, I wouldn't have survived it. And it was pretty brutal. The restaurant says that the attacker entered the business through a back door, which may have been uh, which may have been broken into or accidentally left unlocked. They say that the man started firing at Wang near the counter area of the restaurant before taking off. Shanghai Taste was closed yesterday. No word yet on when they plan to reopen, but when it does, the restaurant tells us that they plan to offer some sort of financial help for that employee to help cover his medical bills. Seven times. Welcome to liberal America. This is what happens. Lindsey Graham, by the way losing it, slamming Nancy Pelosi because she's acting like there's not a crime problem in America. And I just told you what's happening in San Francisco where she's supposed to live. Not really sure she does, but she's supposed to live there, right? At least that's where she gets her hair done. I say that if you don't understand what's going on in America regarding cl- uh, crime, you probably shouldn't be Speaker of the House. Uh, at the At the end of the day, I mean, you don't need to be Sherlock Holmes to figure this out. Recidivism rates are through the roof. In 2020, we declared war on the cops. The liberal left tried to destroy policing as we know it. We have revolving doors when it comes to bail. We're eliminating cash bail. So criminals believe they're not going to go to jail and stay in jail. When they wipe out a store, come in and just wipe everything out, nobody goes to jail. So what's happened here is that between trying to destroy policing and being soft on crime, you've lost control of crime. And it's time to take the car keys away from the Democratic Party. There you go. That's the Democratic Party. Lindsey Graham's right, by the way. These people are the ones that did this on purpose. This carnage happened on purpose. You now have the San Francisco mayor calling for a crackdown on crime, saying we're going to be forced to be less tolerant because of what's happened. Less tolerant? So you guys admit that you screwed this up? It's time that the reign of criminals who are destroying our city, it is time for it to come to an end. And it comes to an end when we take the steps to be more aggressive with law enforcement, more aggressive with the changes in our policies. Hold on a second. 
This is the same San Francisco mayor who has defund the police, the same San Francisco mayor that attacked the police for the last year, the same San Francisco mayor that said we need bail reform where people could get out of, out of jail after committing crimes with zero dollars put down. This is the same woman that advocated for people not being charged for crimes with BLM, and now she says she wants to get tough on crime? With law enforcement more aggressive with the changes in our policies. You want to get more aggressive? Man, these people are starting to sound like conservatives at this point. And less tolerant of all the that has destroyed our city. Oh, yeah. And and I love it. I love it when they cuss. That's my favorite. That's when you really know they're mad, right? Yeah, when you Yeah, I'm the I'm the San Francisco mayor that went defund the police, anti-police rhetoric. I'm the one that would go on TV and, and, and talk about how bad the American, you know, how bad things are and how bad the police are. And I hear you and I understand you and Black Lives Matter and we're going to have riots and protests and we're not going to put people in jail. And now you want to cuss to act like you're tough on crime. Of all the that has destroyed our city. Yeah. Well, maybe when maybe maybe she figured it out. OK, people are leaving their trunks of their cars open. They're leaving the backs of their SUVs open. They're rolling their windows down, putting signs up, saying there's nothing in here that you want. The car is empty. Please don't break my window. And now she wants to start cussing and she's mad. Yeah, yeah, she's mad now. Now, if that's not the good enough answer for you, just know that most politicians are now saying that when it comes to crime, it's all based on COVID. They're blaming COVID for this. Crime is spiking in major cities. And as it's spiking in major cities, now, the same people that went woke are now being carjacked at gunpoint. And I'm not wishing this on them. I want to make that clear. Okay, I want to make, I, I, I don't think that crime is political when it's happening to you. But the fact is, two Democratic lawmakers were carjacked at gunpoint. And now, all of a sudden, the left is like, whoa, there's a problem with crime. What, were you not paying attention? Now to America's crime crisis. Two Democrat lawmakers who have called for police reform in the past are carjacked just hours apart. Marianne Rafferty is live as we learn more about this story. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, Ashley and Ben. Well, two Democrats who wanted to defund police were both carjacked at gunpoint within hours of each other in two different states. Pennsylvania Congresswoman Mary Gay Scanlon had just left a meeting near a park in Philadelphia when she was held at gunpoint by two black men, according to police, who demanded her keys and took off. Five people were later caught driving her vehicle by state police in Delaware and arrested. Scanlon releasing a statement. The Congresswoman was physically unharmed. She thanks the Philadelphia Police Department for their swift response and appreciates the efforts of both the sergeant at arms in D.C. and her local police department. Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney also tweeting, everyone deserves to feel safe in our city, and sadly, that hasn't always been the case this year. It's disheartening and infuriating that criminals feel emboldened to commit such a reckless crime in the middle of the day. And the stats back up the mayor's sentiment. There have been 540 murders so far this year. That's up 13% from last year and just under 4,000 shootings. That's a 5% increase over a year. Now, despite the uptick, Philadelphia leaders have denied there's a crime problem. There is not a big spike in crime. That is not true. There is also not. I love this, right? Right. You got the you got Larry. What, what's his name? Larry Kastner. I think he's the Democrat Philadelphia district attorney. He's like, there's not a crime problem. 
Uh, it's one of the worst years on record, if not the worst year on record. And you want me to, and you're breaking records in different categories of crime. And then you come out on TV on December the 6th, and you're like, there's not a problem with crime. This is how little respect they have for the, their constituents. Now, I will say part of this is on the left. Part of this is on the voters that keep voting these morons into office. Part of it is your fault. It's on you. Okay. A lot, actually, not part. All of it is. You guys keep reelecting these people because they, they race bait you and they sucker you in and they tell you the cops are the bad guy. And then you go, yeah, the cops are the bad guys. Cops are the bad guys. Then all of a sudden, you have a problem. And what do you do? You dial 911. Here's my thing. If you want to defund the police, fine. Then deactivate 911. Seriously. You hate the cops. You don't trust the cops. You don't want to be a part of the cops. That's fine. Defund. The, I, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating when I say this. You turn it off where you cannot call the police. If you want to defund the police, okay, if you want to get rid of the police, then don't call them when you need help. That's all I'm asking. Don't act like, don't, don't, don't all of a sudden call 911 go, help me, somebody's breaking into my home. That is, that, that is what irritates me, is when people say stupid stuff like that, like, oh, I want to defund the police, I'll help, somebody got shot, call 911. You can't have it both ways, folks. Pick. Either you back them and support them, or you don't. If you don't, then you shouldn't ever, ever call them and ever ask them for help. Call me old-fashioned. I'm sick and tired of these people destroying this country. Which brings me back to my core point that I was making at the very beginning of this conversation. You look at this conviction of Kim Potter, and you've got to ask yourself, why would anyone in their right mind right now in America want to become a police officer? Why would anyone want to sign up to protect and serve knowing that these prosecutors like Ellis connected to Obama on the left want to watch you burn? Think about it. I hope every one of you will uh, not only write us a review on our podcast real quick, a five-star review to help us uh, reach more people. And if you want to help get out the word uh, that we're getting out right now, please, please hit the share a button and share this podcast on social media. Write us a five-star review. Tell your family and friends about this podcast. And if you haven't hit that auto download or subscribe button, please do that right now because then you'll get the show every day for free. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. To get your solar generator now, you'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. 
Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.